Have you ever felt the inexplicable pull to travel somewhere far away? Maybe you're planning a big move but haven't decided where or when to go. Today, we're exploring why your birth chart should be your map with astrologer Tamari Atair. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany, the joke-cracking, detail-oriented friend who is always down the road when you need her. For the legal stuff, though, not the illegal stuff. And I'm Germany, the loyal friend who keeps you laughing. I'm a ray of sunshine, and you can always find me on the dance floor. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, girlies. Yes. Get in here and sit down. Took a little break from our travel series, but baby, we're back. We are back. We have one more episode to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we're doing this one because I feel like this is one of the most important ones of the series. Or it like ties it all together, yeah. I should say. It ties everything together. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think I'm feeling good. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good too. I'm feeling exhilarated. Yeah. It's feeling good outside. We've been outside a lot, actually. Yeah. We've been outside in the streets. Yeah, been. It's definitely been outside. It's definitely been feeling like summer. It's definitely been an outside summer. You know, I saw something that really inspired me because you know how I'm always saying how I come alive in the summertime and summer is my favorite season and like I just have a fresh burst of energy. Someone on Instagram said that summer is a mindset. Mm. So when we're not in the summer... I need to keep the summer mindset. Come on now. You know? Yes. Yeah, it is. Bottling summer. up the feelings that feel good and carrying them into whatever season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But That's summer does have a different energy. It does. It does. It's just like it's bright outside. It's hot. There are more events like outside events. You know, people are just friendly. We're doing things. It's just a different vibe. Summer is very special. Summer is very special. I will say that. Um, when we were out at a function this past weekend, one of the DJs was like, it's summer in L.A., y'all. And I'm like, it really fucking is. Mm. It's summer in L.A. Right. Like, what a time. What a place to be. Right. This is one of the top spots. Top I mean, spots. yeah, I know the girls are going to Europe and they have their European summer. The girls are. But there's something special about being in L.A. in the summer. It is because Europe is a destination city or country. But L.A. is a destination city. A life. You know what I'm saying? It's a destination People like to come here, too, as well, for their summers. I mean, we have the beaches. We have the vibes. Yeah, there's vibes here. Rooftops. You know. You know. L.A. Nothing too crazy. (laughs) It's L.A. But, yeah, I like that. I I still like the idea of taking the feelings of summer with you. into. Yeah, the mindset. Yeah, the mindset. The feelings. Mm -hmm. Bottling up the feelings and carrying them with you doing with them what you may yes what you will well that's good i'm glad the girls are feeling good we Um, are yeah and i'm feeling even better because now that we're going to be equipping ourselves with the tools for our future travels possibly moves with this here episode today so 
we're going to be talking about astrocartography. And I know we've dropped it here and there. You know, we've name dropped it. We haven't gotten into it because Germany and I, we're not experts. It's just something that we're interested in. But because it's based on your birth chart, where you were born, time, place, mm-hmm. um, it takes some heavy lifting. It does. And anytime something takes some real heavy lifting where we just don't feel like we have the muscles for it, we have to call in an expert homegirl. We have to. We do have to. We do. Because I first stumbled upon this topic on my favorite app, TikTok. TikTok, (laughs) On my favorite app. And this girl was saying that she was going to be moving to another country. And she had um, looked at her birth chart. And based on her birth chart, that's how she decided where she wanted to move. And I was like, oh, that's a thing. You know, I've heard about our birth charts um, telling us more about ourselves. At this point, we all know our moon, our rising, our ascending, our Virgo, our, our, our Virgo, Venus, like, <laughs> <laughs> our Venus, our moon. We know all of that. Um, so when I learned that you can use this to figure out, you know, where it's best for you to live, I was like, oh, wow, this shit's very layered. I kind of felt like how I felt. When we first learned about human design. Yeah. It's kind of like in that same realm. It's so unique and special to you because it's unique and special to your chart. It's like really helps you feel supported in in a life transition, which anytime we can get more insight and guidance on like, okay, what the fuck is really going on here? We just feel more equipped to make the change as opposed to just going in blind. And I think that's the really nice part about astral cartography. Although transitions can be scary, especially when it comes down to moving and relocating and deciding that you're going to uproot yourself. It's nice to know, like there's a little path laid out, whether you know it or not, there's a few breadcrumbs crumbs that you can follow exactly and it just helps reaffirm that nothing is done without intention Mm -hmm. the way you're made the way we feel in certain places because we've talked about that as well it all makes sense with this yeah so let's get into it let's get into this conversation with our expert guest she's been on the show before tamaria tear she is a certified astrologer of over 15 years so she's vetted right right we didn't just pull somebody who just got their their qualifications their certifications right she's She's been in the game she she's been here and she has her certification she's also a reiki energy healer and she's the founder of an amazing company called gift of the nile with some of the products that we've shared and used Mm mm-hmm So I'm excited to talk with her. I know she's going to get the girls together and give the girls what they need. And we'll just get into it right after this. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. 
Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? 
Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Y'all, so welcome back. Before we get into this amazing conversation with Tamari and all about astrocartography, you know we got some church announcements. So we need you to make sure you hit that little bell, follow the podcast, and subscribe so you don't miss any BGB news, anything that's related to this show, we want you to be in the know. Also, take a few moments to rate the show. It's like a, it's like your Yelp review. Yes. Right. Anytime you tell someone else how you're enjoying the show, they're like, hmm, I can take that and now I can listen. Mm -hmm. So take a few moments, rate the show. And also, if you've been here for a while, it's time for you to start interacting. <laughs> Answer the prompt. How did you enjoy the show? What did you like about the episode? What homegirl are you going to share it with? I want to know. Okay. I want to know. It's super important. You have an assignment. Listen. You have an assignment. And I will be collecting. <laughs> She'll be collecting it. Also, y'all, if you like what you hear on the show, you enjoy the energy, the content, you're going to love the community that we have built over at the Homegirl Hangout on Patreon. Over there, we have multiple bonus episodes each month we have our book club we have our challenges that we do each month we have affirmations we have it all yeah and if you enjoyed last week's episode the spotlight effect those are the type of conversations bonus content that we are providing over at the homegirl hangout so get your ass over there it's there for you now let's shout out the girlies who have gotten their asses over there mm -hmm. we have raven hey raven we have Reagan. Hey, Reagan. We have 99 booms. Okay. Okay. You better, not, you, you better be over here. No, acting. no. I can tell by the email that this is someone okay. that is um, certified. Okay, booms. We have Madison. Hey, Maddie. We have Onyx. Hey, Onyx. Dana. Hey, Dana. And we have Elijah. 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 Okay, Elijah. I hope I'm saying now your name right. Now that one could be a little. It's spelled differently, though. Okay. It's oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Okay. Elijah. Yeah. Elijah. Elijah. Okay, Elijah. Yeah. It's good to have you. We have to do a vetting process because, girl, I had found out that my ex was over there. So I'm like, what the hell? Exactly. That's why if it, if it looks a little, mm, you will be checked. We screen names. We're checking. We screen names. But thank you all for supporting us. We appreciate you. We hope you're enjoying the content. And mm -hmm. if you've been asleep, it's time to wake up and get over there. Period. Okay. So let's get back to the show. Mary, welcome to the show. We are again. so yes, <laughs> welcome again. 
We are so excited to talk with you. We know that you are so knowledgeable about astrology. So I knew that you had to come here to talk about astrocartography because the girlies want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited to be here and catch up after all these years. (laughs) Yes. It's been a while. It has. It's been like, you were like one One of of our our first guests. guests. That's crazy. So it's been like five years. At least. At least but so much has happened. I in five know years. so much has changed. Girl, a lot of good I was things. trying to think like, did she read my chart? Did what she say come to fruition? <laughs> right, but I <laughs> forgot what you had said. So, anywho, we're here today. We're so excited. Mm-hmm. So let's just get into it. What is astrocartography? Love this question. Okay, so astrocartography is really um, just basing your chart on an area, a different area in the world. So seeing what the planetary energy will be somewhere else other than your birthplace. Um, and it's actually kind of a new form of an astrology, meaning like newish, like in the seventies, um, astral cartography was coined by Jim Lewis. He's an astrologer, um, but it's not a technique that was like used in like ancient Egypt or, yeah, you know, yeah. and so, and I, I'm more of a traditional astrologer. So I do, I dabble in it and I like looking at it during my client readings, but I'm excited to do this episode because it gives me a chance to even go deeper with you guys. Um, But that's essentially it. Like, how does an area work for me if I leave where I was born? Mm. Wow. This is right up Brittany's alley because y'all know she's been talking about relocating. And Mm. I'm always so resistant to the idea. I've been resistant in the past. Now I'm becoming more open to it. Mm -hmm. But when we traveled to New York, like Brittany always feels called to the East Coast. She mm. says it all the time. Like, I just feel like home here and complete. Mm. And like, there's a certain connection that she has with it. And I fucking hate it. And <laughs> yeah. when we talked about and like, why do you hate it? I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. You but you just don't feel the way I feel. Yeah, we feel completely different. And yeah. when we went to Mexico City, I was like, I could move here. I felt that pull there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once I realize like how she was feeling because I had we had went to Mexico City together I had gone before with a partner but when we got there together I was like I kind of know what you mean when you say like you feel drawn to this place Mm -hmm. you know like being in New York yeah whenever the first time I went even before I went I was just like I need to go to New York I need to go to New York I just like the energy that it represented before I even got there Mm -hmm. and then when I actually went I'm like I I could live here. Like mm-hmm. I I feel the vibes. I belong here. And Germany's like, shut up, girl. You don't belong. I'm yeah, like, I'm like yes. you don't want to be here. You don't <laughs> yes, want to be here. Yes, I do. And so as soon as I found out about astrocartography and I pulled up my chart and I saw a line going through there, I'm like, mm-hmm. there's something here. Now, granted, <laughs> I didn't know what the line meant, which is why I'm glad you're here yes. so we can talk about those lines. But I said, Germany, there's lines over there. Yeah. <laughs> there's lines over there. And the thing is, there were no lines here, like on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. So I'm and like, what's funny is I have a lot of lines here on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm, what does that mean for our future? What does that mean? This, I love this question. Oh, I wish we had the superimposed. People are like, what are the lines? <laughs> um, trying to give you a visual. Okay, so imagine you laid. It's just latitude and longitude, basically. So for there's a couple. Th- I'm going to take a step back because there's a couple layers to the astral yeah. cartography. Okay, we're going deep. We already we going deep. Place. Well, I'm going to still keep it homegirl friendly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get too complicated. But so basically, we have relocation astrology, and so relocation astrology is basically casting your chart as if you were born in this other place. So if you were born in New York, we're casting the chart there at the same time you were born. So you have to kind of adjust for the time mm-hmm. zone. Mm-hmm. Most programs do it. Like if you're doing it on astral.com, 
it'll do it for you. But like my software will do it for me. Um, so basically, it's like, okay, if I was in New York, who would I be? Mm-hmm. Now with relocation astrology, since you were not born in New York, you cannot erase your natal promise. Now I am, like I said, I'm a traditional astrologer. I do believe that like our chart is our potential. I think it's really a part of our destiny and we get to choose how we fulfill it. Um, But there's some sort of like, you're stuck with your chart. Like you can't just change your chart. That's why these other techniques are secondary to your natal chart. Transits, perfections, zodiacal releasing, all these other techniques. So you have to take your natal chart in mind when you're doing relocation astrology. So when I cast your chart for New York, um, I can see what the influence might be, but it's still, you can't change your chart, right? Mm-hmm. But there might be certain energies that are more prominent when you make that move. So another thing that's really important when you're doing this astrology is your moon sign, because your moon is connected to your home and your family. It's your mother, your fourth house is important. So all of that needs to be taken into account before, like, I would never be like, oh yeah, you should move to New York because you have like a Venus line. Like that yes. doesn't and really, I've seen yeah. That. You can't just be like, oh, I have a Venus line, so I'm going to that place. Mm-mm. You actually cannot but i will let the astrologer finish yes and another reason why is because y'all getting the full lesson today okay so there's a thing called essential dignity in astrology where certain planets like to be in certain signs so when i say i told you guys have both have capricorn moons it's in detriment it's because the moon is comfortable in cancer and capricorn's opposite cancer mm. so it doesn't the moon is kind of foreign in capricorn uh, it's not a business it's an intuitive oh. thing and capricorn's about business getting things done so that's yeah. why y'all yeah. probably have issues in your interpersonal relationships with people that don't understand your moon sign you might they might think you're being super um rigid, like this, rigid or, and you're like i'm being supportive <laughs> and i'm there for you i'm ride or die like uh-huh. capricorn moon is like why are you I'm reading loyal? me for yeah. girl this happens in every relationship i'm like what you mean you know yeah. i listen I'm showing up before more yes, than anybody has in yes, your life, but you yeah. want me to be all nurturing yeah. and nigga, no. no. Yes. Capricorn Moon is, I would not call it nurturing. I would say practical help. You guys are the ones that will t- help you level Let up. me help you get up and, yeah. and it could even be Doctor's a little bit of tough appointments. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. planning. the practical yes, things. Yes. You know, now you know where to get your insurance. <laughs> you know, seriously, that's what we do. We come in and do the business. Exactly. Yes, yes, okay. No, I agree. Oh, wow. So, that's why you have to take that, like, you have to take all of that into account when you're doing the relocation astrology because that's affecting that. So let's look at New York because I did um, run your chart for for New York City. And Watch it be like, don't go. <laughs> I don't even know if it's a don't go. I could see. Okay, so basically, another lesson. Um if you're moving to some place that's say in a different time zone, the only thing that's going to change really is the house placement of the planet. So you still have the same aspects. If you're moving across the world, it might move more dramatically, but mm-hmm. essentially it's the same day, right? Okay, and not yeah, that yeah. much changes day to day. The moon might change. So for you, things shift in your chart. Um, and I wrote down the shifts of what kind of happens. So then we can interpret um, how the energy is being expressed in New York. So basically, um, in your relocation chart, you become Virgo ascendant. Mm-hmm. So that's doubling down on like oh, the Mercury. I know, I know. That's what I was like Virgo energy. Virgo yeah, energy. and I, I want to not have that much. Yeah, and yeah. your Mercury's already in Virgo, so it you're an overly analytical person yeah. as is. Yeah. And so Mercury becomes the ruler of the chart. And so I think when you're experiencing as these bursts of energy, because Mercury is short energy, like Mercury is about being fast and it's communication, yeah. and it's travel. So you're getting like 
the dopamine. The jolt. Kick. But if yeah. you think about living long term somewhere, it do you want that lot. energy all the time? Oh. Um, and so that's something to consider. And I'm going to tell you why. I don't know if that is the right move. I think for you, a bi-coastal situation would be good. I said that. She has said that. I said that. that was my dream life. She oh, there we go. That. Let's go ahead and manifest this. Write that this, down On this Cancer New Moon. Yes. Write that family. down. You better Please. write that down. I will. Yes. I am, girl. And Cancer rules your 11th house. Your Venus is, well, it, actually in this relocation chart, it's in your 11th house. So there is an idea that you would have a lot of friendships that you're able to foster in New York. I don't mm. know if you already have people there. Um, but the interesting thing that I noticed is that your moon, okay, moves from the sixth house. So the sixth house is about like your daily routine, your work environment, it's service. Um, people with moon in the sixth have like rituals that they need to perform every day to kind of feel like they're at home, no matter where they are, probably very rigid about certain things. Mm-hmm. That moon moves to the fifth house. So it's actually a more creative expression of the moon. So I think for you, um, creativity, your ideas will move more freely in New York because mm-hmm. um, you have Neptune close to the moon. Um, so I think overall your creative experience would just be amplified, but your Saturn moves from the si- the fifth to the fourth. I don't like Saturn and Saturn. And okay. So we didn't Saturn return. Saturn return. Saturn is the mama it's of the like Zodiac. Delays. Like the, actually it's the, it's the dad. It's the, the Stern, strict dad strict, yeah. of the Zodiac. I mean, of the planets. And so um, wherever Saturn is, is where you kind of, you, you have to go through lessons and you might struggle because it wants to level you up. So when it moves to your fourth house, and Uranus moves to the fourth house. What I see is that, you know, you being tied or feeling e- either isolated mm-hmm. or like you're tied to something, but wanting the freedom and really having to battle both of those energies. Oh, she would feel that way city. because that's not good for me. You would feel isolated because I would not be there. Yeah, that's facts. <laughs> I'm telling you, she got the charge drawn up, picked up, girl. It's the truth. <laughs> you would feel a little isolated <laughs> if it was a permanent move. Right. Not if it was. Yes. A bi-coastal situation. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. You see? Right. Which is why I like, that's why the thing about relocation, it's like, what is your energy when you're in this city? That doesn't mean you have to permanently be there. Yeah. But maybe I need to be there more frequently to get these like jolts of inspiration. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And this is why we need to speak with professionals like you, Tamir. Because we would have been like, you see, I need to be we're there. We're looking at it from a very surface level mm-hmm. without the knowledge and the insight yeah. of what the fuck's really going on because they don't break down all of that. And you just knew you were going to, you needed to be over there. Well, the reason why I thought that is because there's different lines that mean different things. Yes. So can we talk about those? Like yes, what the different the lines, lines mean? Yes. Okay. So for the lines, it's basically just lines going up and down the world map if it's like laid out flat. Mm-hmm. And so those are lines representing the angle, the four angles in our chart. So the lat- the north and south lines, that's the midheaven and the icy. So that's mm-hmm. the career house and that's the home and family house and then we also have the lines that are corresponding to our ascendant and our and our descendant so our us and then our relationships mm. and so basically the lines are kind of showing realize that. I didn't exactly know that. yeah so when you look at the top of like mc and then at the bottom it'll yes. say ic mm-hmm. and so that's saying this planet is going to influence this area of your life um the most and so basically so your north node is what i noticed in your um chart for new york so that's why you feel this like pool pool to it because the node is like an energy of like destiny Mm. 
and um, nodes tell us like where we're, the North node tells us where we're supposed to go in this life. The South node is what we've already mastered. And so when you have this North node energy, um, it makes sense why you would be drawn to the city or a node energy in general. So if we're looking at New York, there's a Jupiter line that's pretty close to there and then Mercury. So that's why the Mercury, the creativity would be there, but so with the franticness, I think also. Mm, I, don't want um, that. I don't want frantic. Yeah. And, uh, and then Saturn on the fourth house cusp. That's like a strong energy for you. So generally speaking, what's the best line to live off of? If you were going to okay. like think about relocating, maybe you're not considering a life partner or career. And you're just like, where can I just generally thrive? That's a good question. And I think that's a dangerous question because so you have to look at planetary strength in your chart, too. So just because you like, let's say you want, I want my career to be good. Um, so maybe you want a strong Mercury for commerce. I want Venus to be good. So I want a Venus line. So I want love. But is your Venus strong in your chart? Is your Venus? Mm. It's a comprehensive thing. Yeah, yeah. Because if you have a Venus that's already like in detriment, like mine in Aries in the sixth house, a house where it's not strong. And then I move somewhere on my Venus line. Yes, I might have more opportunity or my Venus shifts to the seventh house, but I also might have more of the issues that come up already <laughs> that if I don't need, you know, so it's not like the problem goes away. There's you no might real just way get to more. fix it. There's, there's <laughs> not really a way to like, it's your natal promise is what God put you here to and learn. That's what you I know? was going to say that you said at the top of the show, there's no way to run away from your, what's already yeah, destined. Yeah, mm-hmm. Who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there, but there is a way maybe to like, go to places that are a little bit more favorable, right? Yes. So if you want to, okay, so let's walk through the planets. So yeah. if you're wanting to shine, get recognition, maybe in your career, sun lines are good for that, yeah. especially on the midheaven. So sun, midheaven mm-hmm. um, aspects. Um, if you want to get in touch with your nurturing side or maybe even buy real estate or property, that's where the moon line would be good mm-hmm. mercury is good for any type of networking it's good for business it's good for doing podcasts or mm-hmm. doing media um that would be good for that um venus obviously relationships come up both in and money shopping yeah. <laughs> so somewhere Aesthetic, with the venus line you're looking looking more attractive yes. also like Period. feeling like you're okay. at your best um a venus line Calling would be good for that mm-hmm. yes mars if you want energy but also conflict is coming with that because mm-hmm. mars also bring can bring that um jupiter opportunities but watch your jupiter line might make you grow bigger too (laughs) because jupiter makes a lot of stuff it's not all like just good luck planet when you have like jupiter transits to like your ascendant weight gain is possible or to your sun because you're it's like it might be a jovial energy but you just don't have you don't have saturn energy you're not in the saturn of the discipline and you know just to sidebar on that i was talking to Brittany, and we like to do francations and staycations like places to go where we go every year and we've been talking about hawaii and i was like i think we both have a jupiter line through hawaii and it says that this would be i don't know you're gonna be able to (laughs) shit. this is what i looked at as an amateur but it looked like it might be a good place for us to go and have a good time. And yeah, and in my little research, that's a great vacation. Yeah, a Jupiter line is really good for vacation. So is Venus. It says it's a place that you'll always want to come back to. Yeah. You'll feel very carefree here. You can like, learn a lot. It's a good place for that mm. spiritual growth. Mm. And um, and then also in Venus also because Venus rules pleasures. So like. You'll just experience like that's a good place for us to look too. Mm-hmm. Venus yeah. and Jupiter would always, and be we good. both have lines in Brazil, yes. Rio de Janeiro too. Mm-hmm. We do, so we can start planning our 
Friendcations off of these. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's actually really a good idea. I love that so much. Yeah. That's a really good use of the energy. Because like I said, you you know, when you change it, it's like, do you want more of that? Because you're it's gonna change every it changes other stuff, right? So then it just kind of throws things off balance in some way. Mm. But um a lot of people do use relocation astrology. So like, I think if you're going to do this, just consult a professional before you decide to like exactly. move across the world or, um, <laughs> I would highly like recommend that. it because listen to Mary, I was looking for the Venus line. <laughs> Let's find my girl. I'll, I'll tell you where I saw my, where I saw some Venus energy. Um, so Venus on the mid heaven, that is, I saw Dubai. But see, you got to look. She's looking at yeah, the midheaven. She knows, she knows yeah. midheaven is like career, right? Mm-hmm. And opportunity. And then I see is the home. Tokyo is really close to she your. She said um, that. Who is in Tokyo? Uh, wait. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Is that another military man? That's right. I see. So that's home. home. So you could actually have a beautiful home there or, you know, feel, you know. Listen, it doesn't mean that the aesthetic, yeah. you might like the, the, the culture. I hear Tokyo is a beautiful place, like the energy and the aesthetic. Same. And- I just had a layover there and I was impressed with the airport. So. Yeah, it's very clean, very clean very place. Clean, yeah. So so if we talked about which line would be really n- nice to live on overall, Jupiter, you mentioned, Venus. which ones are we avoiding? Oh, and this is another good <laughs> thing to mention. So uh, along with essential dignity, you have to take in what's called sect. So whether you're born in a day chart or a night chart. And the way you determine that is if you're your sun is below the horizon line on the chart. You have a night chart. So you have a night chart. You have a day chart. Oh, really? And yeah, so this is another this is a traditional technique. Not everybody uses this. So I so I have, you have a, a night. night chart and I've you have a day felt chart. Like a night girl. And well cuz you have a Cancer rising probably. <laughs> I um and then yeah, and then the moon was like in the 7th, which is like a setting position, so that's probably why. But um so basically in day charts, Jupiter is your stronger benefic planet it helps you more than venus does it doesn't mean venus doesn't help but jupiter helps you the most Mm -hmm. and mars hurts you the most because mars does not do well during the day and 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 that depends on what your mars is and all that we won't go that deep mars is in aries oh so you have a strong mars because it's in its sign that it rules you have mars in aries too and so that's the purest expression of mars so when you have conflict it's it's out there yeah you you don't know it. yeah and then you might then you might be like dang did i have to go that hard later or something you know and so whereas venus is the more beneficial planet in your chart and what Saturn is she doing for me? and hers is in is, cancer. Right? What is Venus doing for me? What has she done for me lately? So, so then Saturn is the harder planet for you. That's another reason why that Saturn on that fourth I see in New York is not be, good. For yeah, you. because Saturn is the harder planet for you. Um, yeah. So yeah. To, to, so I'm a day girl. You're the day chart, and you're the night chart. So that also depends on where what. If we're talking about where should we not live or what line that should we avoid? Influence on you should, it. Okay. Because uh, it's a lot to, that's what I mean. It's a lot. You to, cannot figure this out by yourself. And no. it's, and there's no perfect solution, right? You just go where you want, whatever you think you want for your life, right? You mm-hmm. go where it's more conducive to that. Like okay. if you, if love is your priority, then is, maybe you do want to go somewhere where you're Venus. And then bring them back somewhere else. We not staying Oh, yeah. That's, not, that's, yeah actually, on, that's actually a real good solution. <laughs> you know? No, for real. Or having a long distance booth. Okay. Let's look at Germany. Look at me, girl. Germany. Okay. okay yeah. Let's get into So that. I felt really called, like I said, Mexico, Mexico, Mexico City. And I feel like, yeah, there's something there. So the interesting okay thing about your chart so is like that here. <laughs> I don't even think it's more of that. Okay, so since um, 
the move is somewhat tied to the time, right? Mexico City is on central time. So your chart actually does not change. The planets don't move in your chart by moving to Mexico City. So everything just stays the same. But there is, I think there is a reason that you are drawn to it. So there's another um, aspect of astrocartography called local space. And so basically that just projects the lines from where you live or from where that place is. So it's almost like a... Not a self, a, a self focused way of looking at the area, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I heard so of that. That sometimes there might be something there that also equates to, oh, I have this Venus going through there too from my local space. But that's like a whole other game to go down. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's look at your. Or if some place that really calls. I guess that's the only place that I was like, Lines. I, I, okay. I would want to go. So you had. You got to go to more places. Yeah. Or one of, well, I just, you know, I don't really feel like I want to move many places. Yeah. That's why Mexico City was one of those places where I'm like, I could really see myself here. Yeah. Cause it had like a city feel and. And it's like, I feel like also, um, it's come a long way, right? Like yeah. it does. It's very developed. In terms of, yeah, and like yeah. I feel like the food and all that. And I can see good. myself speaking Spanish. And they had they have nice places to live. Yes, the homes is the infrastructure is nice. Yeah, yeah, I can see myself there. So, the thing about you going there, okay? So the sun is strong there mm-hmm. for you. So that's probably where there's like, and it's the icy, um, but. Mm-hmm. Your sun is in the fourth house in your natal chart. And people that have sun in the fourth house um, really need to master this idea of family and lineage. Like there's a strong identification with that area. You've of heard life. this before. What did I hear? About Tell you me. being like the the wise one in your family and like mm-hmm. the guide in your family. This is and- true. Mm-hmm. So I have an assignment. There's So there's part of like, yeah, <laughs> your son's there. And then... Um, also, your Mercury is there. So you a move would greatly affect you. Um, but there is this connection to the Mexico City because of that being drawn. You also have a Pluto connection to Mexico City, which, again, I don't know if you want that. So how I see it is it's a place where you could have extreme transformation. Like, But Pluto transformation is not always pleasant yeah. yeah a lot of it feels sometimes it could be like a death and rebirth i think for a short trip that sort of thing because it could be like wow i feel so transformed like i feel like a whole new person like that could be good for a trip to mexico city but in terms of living there i think it would be a little we're gonna li- emotionally taxing girlfriend yeah vacations <laughs> girl i can't go nowhere it's gonna yeah, be harder the, yeah yeah no you don't want that Mm-mm. no um so, yeah, that's what I noticed about the Mexico City, the local space of that. So, And that's the thing about when we say, I could live here, I could move here off of those short little bursts of energy can yeah. be problematic because something that you're feeling can be good in small doses. But if you're getting that a lot, then you might be doing the opposite of what you really want to do. Yes. And I have a, a great example of that. I... um was in Australia for a couple of weeks. I did an international exchange program for my MBA program there. And like, I was like, I could live here. I was in Sydney and then Melbourne and I had an apartment. I like made friends. I'm yeah. like, I, I could see it. So I got an opportunity for like a job, like a recruiter reached out for a global search. And it was like a great position, like 
you know, one of the top in the company for a major retailer, beauty, mm-hmm. all of that. And I was seriously like, dang, I'm, I should maybe consider this. And I like called my, I had talked to this woman, Sylvie, shout out to Sylvie. I've been talking to her for years. She always predicts my career stuff really Ooh, well. Oh, I love that. Um, Sylvie. Sylvie Steinbach. But anyway, um, I talked to Sylvia's like, you should do it. It's going to your trajectory will be incredible. Like your life will change after that. And I was like, I want her to tell me no. Because I was like, I don't know. Like I'm feeling like, yeah, my career would be great. So I was like, let me go ahead and look at the astral cartography. So I did. And I had Saturn on the IC. And I was like, no, I will miss my family. I'm going to miss my nephews and my niece grow up. Like, yeah. And it was like one of those things where I'd probably be there at least four or five years. And I was like, those are like... That's priceless to me. I don't care if my career is popping and then I don't have a social life. Like I would be lonely and sad. And, yeah. and so and I intuitively felt that. Um, so I brought the astrology into it. And I was like, nope, that is off the list. Girl, the Mm -hmm. way we have to look at everything. That's a lot to manage, right? It is. It's like you feel (laughs) something, but it's good to double check because like Mm -hmm. you said, already intuitively, you were already thinking like this probably isn't the best move. And then the the charts, the the planets Mm -hmm. confirmed it. Mm -hmm. It's not the place for you to go. It was like a few months ago at the most. Yeah. So it was pretty recent. Do you think we should like really um, closely rely on this though? Or is it just kind of like, yeah. So my stance on astrology in general as an astrologer is that you should not base your entire life on the astrology. You will go crazy because there's yes, good things are going on, but there could be something else. And to try to manage it, it's a tool that is just another tool for you as anything else would be. That's how I look at it. And so I would not base my entire life off of any type of astrology. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's right, good I'm from to the know. astrologer. It's just because things can change, right? Yeah. We, st- I still believe we have free will. Um, I think when it comes to a move, the way I would use it is if you really are considering a move for a reason outside of the astrologer telling you, you have a Venus line. Like let's say you had a job opportunity or something and you want to confirm what the energy is going to be in this place, then I would have that type of reading to just see if it's cool. And then I would take that into consideration, but don't prioritize that first. Um, I like that thinking. Yeah. yeah. I like that thinking. They're already being something, something possibly on the table and then mm-hmm. you're confirming or rejecting it versus we're looking up, where's the Venus line? And then I'm <laughs> over here in Pakistan. <laughs> Yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm gonna make something shake just <laughs> off of the Venus line when it's like, girl, you know, good and well, you didn't want to go there. Oh yeah. God. So another way that it works though is that you might just be drawn to the things. So you might meet a Pakistan, <laughs> a Pakistani, Pakistani man yeah. in New York or LA. So it doesn't mean you have to move I there to meet you. him or someone that has close ties there or ancestry. So there, it's like there's weight, like. I'm named after Egypt. My dad's a African history scholar. Like I have a gift of the Nile. Like my Venus and Jupiter line are running through there. Like I feel more at home. Like, I love Egypt, my favorite place in the world. Um, but that doesn't mean I have to go live there hundred percent of the time. I have right. a product line that is helping me. Of it. Yeah, yeah. And it's have those connections. Yes. Exactly. Yes, yes. So there's other ways to pull it in. You don't have to like physically move. And I, I had read that, too. And Germany had said that before because I was like, Germany, I think my husband is on the East Coast. And she was like, well, maybe he from there. Yeah. <laughs> he lives in that way. Like, it's the energy. A lot of times when like, That's so true. say Mexico City, it's like you might be called to like the culture, the yes. music, the food, the fat. Like there's so many yeah. things that can 
uh, tie you to a place that you don't have to physically be there. Yeah. I'm like, if that nigga's from there and you feel the call, he yes. might be at the fucking day party we had he to might be. the street. Right. <laughs> he might he be. might be a transplant. Exactly. He might be a transplant. Oh, yeah, he yes. might be a transplant. So Get a transplant bag. And listen, I'm here for the transplant. Yes, yes. With very well might I'm be. here for them. But I was feeling like, you know, not a super like I love LA. I do love LA. I like the energy of LA too. I like all of the luxuries of LA. I like the convenience. And I'm just a California girl. Mm-hmm. But I was like, what I don't like about LA is how expensive it is. I know. But New York is It is. Yeah. So right I was there. like, where else on the map oh, I can see, yeah. I go that's more cost efficient? Well, that would be but so then it has to be do you have a line conjunct the IC because that's more home stuff. So it's you know, it's not just the line. It's like, is there a... An IC look. home. Yeah, yeah we need to be looking. You see, there's... Per- there's we didn't know. There's we didn't know. We were just looking like, look, my line goes through here. Yeah. It's like, girl, that's, that's like, not that where you're supposed sense. to build I mean, that's the easiest way to see it, but yeah. You have to get uh, into the specificity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, that's not where you're going to build a home. That's not where the heart will be. Right. The career might be there. The bag might be there. But the heart. But the heart is not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have yeah. to be very strategic. Be very strategic. But then... To, to our points like we don't want to get tied up if you want to just move it's a good experience to live somewhere else that doesn't mean it's going to be a great experience right that's life yeah. <laughs> like you might move somewhere and hate it for for six months but at least you did it and you tried it and you it's you know true. it's done you yeah you tried it exactly i think this would be beneficial for me to use for places to travel yes you know yeah, for absolutely sure. I, and I wish I would have done that earlier because I went to Italy or I think I wish I would have had this when I went to Italy for mm. a wedding. I did not have a great experience there. Mm. And I looked when I looked at my chart and I had a big ass black line <laughs> going through <laughs> Italy. And I'm like, no wonder why I did not enjoy it. But right, I thought you funny. did enjoy it. You just didn't enjoy that airport experience. And the people like uh, I feel like the people were kind of rude, uh, a little racist, maybe. Mm. I, I, I didn't really enjoy that aspect. Um, mm. That's interesting. The food was good. Food was good. I had a great shopping experience, and it was beautiful. And it was beautiful. I enjoyed myself with the people that I was with. Mm-hmm. But oh, you were so you don't have a line through Italy per se. The closest um, you have a Pluto. Um, that was it. It was the Pluto. Yeah, Pluto, and that is on the descendant. So descendant is other people. So that could have been that you. You know, it wasn't as pleasant. And I wasn't then, feeling their yeah. energies. Maybe it's mm. that. But it's not like right. In, it's not super close, but it's the closest to Italy. Listen, it will make a connection. It's near. <laughs> and that's what it was. It's, it's going kind of near. It, so. I knew I was feeling something. I knew I was feeling something. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I love Italy for the record. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was looking because, you know, so often, I think it'll be beneficial because so often we base our travels off of what other people are yes. doing. And then we go, we ask them, like, how did you like it? And they're like, oh, I hated it. It was this and that. And so that might deter us. Mm-hmm. Or people may be like, oh, I loved it. I had the best time. So we'll go and then wonder why we don't have the same experience. Mm-hmm. And it could be because just the energy that's there for us. Mm-hmm. Because... um Les was actually saying that like she went to Paris and she had an amazing time and she has a sun line that goes through mm. Paris. And I guess a lot of the other people, I don't know if you've seen these TikToks where they're like Paris is ghetto. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen that. You know, it's not really what it's all cranked up to be. And it's just everyone has yeah, a unique experience. Everyone has experience. a different experience. Yeah, the That's energy so that pulls you there. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I was the like, time you traveled, time? look, mm. you want to look at your transits during that time. That's another layer to add so to it. So speak to that. The year. Speak to that. So like if, if we're looking at your chart 
And let's say you have the sun square uh, Saturn right now and you're trying to travel. Maybe you're not in a good headspace to where you want to shine and have fun traveling. And, you know, or let's say there's the moon is opposing your sun during that time and you you feel like really sad and look when I was in Paris uh last it was with the next boyfriend mm. and I was crying on my birthday because I had a revelation it was like there was like a it was a big astrological eclipse and I was like questioning if I should be with my last boyfriend and then Ooh. so I, that's what I mean like you got to take all that to account but there was an eclipse and there was like a grand square going on in my solar return chart and I was so excited for this vacation. Yeah. So I, we didn't have a terrible time, but it's like I, we could have had a better time. You didn't have the time you yeah. thought you were going to have. Yeah. And so, and I didn't look at the transits before we went. I'm just like, oh, it's my 30th birthday. He's taking me to Paris. I'm excited. And I think, uh, so we both have trips coming up for our birthdays and we haven't looked at the transits or what's uh, going to be happening around. Oh, see, now I don't want to give you guys, especially you, that time. Virgo, Mercury Virgo going down a rabbit hole. Like, I dang, will. Let me. <laughs> I, I would like to. Know. I already checked my transits, like I was saying. Because you you mentioned that those are important. I was dating someone who was super into astrology. So I learned more about astrology because at first I thought I had something with the co-star and the pattern. <laughs> and he was teaching me about the transit. So I learned about like the square mm. and why I'm not super expressive emotionally mm. and all that. And so now that I have that that tool, I look at the transits. Your chart is a tool. It's a two-dimensional right. representation of you. Your intuition will guide you. Will guide well. you. So don't forget about that either. Mm. So, so Tamari, I have a question. I know you mentioned your this story about um, the travel opportunity. I mean, the career opportunity in Australia. But how often do you look to astral cartography when you're thinking about romance or mm. friendship or like in your own life? Yeah, I recently did only because I don't look at it a lot unless clients ask me specifically about cities. Mm. Um but recently, so I shared with y'all that I'm getting divorced yeah. and it's a good thing. Yeah, she's not sad, y'all. She's <laughs> I'm not, not sad. sad. A sister's thriving. Um, yeah. And because I had these eclipses in my seventh and first and anyway. But yeah, so my new boo is not here in L.A. So I did look at what my life would be like if I moved there or what his life would be if he moved here. Mm. And there's a lot of. We love it. We could be drawn to it, but it could also bring some other like antsiness or irritability or for him like not completely feeling settled mm -hmm. and then for me there um it would be good for career opportunities but their nodal energy so that's where I was like oh you know what it probably would be like a a back and forth I think that would be like the best solution so that's how I most recently used it personally I, uh, we're not even there yet but yeah, but we'd be foresight. We'd be like, hold yeah, on. Yeah, and we and me on. and him have talked about that. So I was like, let me just listen. That'd look. be the first thing. He doesn't know. So what's your I'm birthday? Where were you born? Yeah, yeah, at what time? I need to part. put you into here and yeah. see what's going on. When I, I, Brittany and I were talking about relocating in various places that we feel like we could go, and I would be open to going, but I had to obviously consult with my partner because I have a living boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, could you see yourself in Texas? And he was like, no. See, and I'm like, damn. But we both have a lot of lines on the West Coast. And I'm like, I could, mm. that is probably why. So that that's the thing. Like, you got to consider your partner in it. If you're meeting someone overseas, are they, will they be happy in your location? Would you be happy? In, like, there's a lot. Um, there's never like a perfect yeah. solution. Right. But you want the ideal situation for both of you guys, obviously.
So because this is so complex, how do you think that a person, the average homegirl who's listening to this can explore her chart or use this as a tool? What would you what advice would you give them? Oh, so um, astral.com, I think is probably the best place because they have a click function that's like generated. So if you click the location, they kind of break it down by planet. So that's the best thing. So go to astral.com and it's free to like register. Like I used to use that for a long time before I got software and Mm -hmm. became like a professional. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Got myself together. But yeah, that's probably the best place. Okay. Yeah. And if you want to be go dive deeper, um, there's a book called I have a couple of Astral Cartography books, but one that's like not that long. It's called Finding Your Best Places. Um, and it kind of lays out like how you can do that. And it gives like examples for people. So and look, I I'm also I'm not uh, specified in this. Like there's some astrologers that just like that's all they do. Yeah. yeah. Astral Cartography. So if you are going to have a series, I do do it in my consultations because people always ask me about moves and stuff. But if you really want to dive deep and you're really considering a move, I would go to an astrologer that like really specializes in that because it's your life. Yeah. Invest so, in it. Yeah. Invest in mm-hmm. figuring out what the hell is really going on out there. I yes. think that's important because we'll get on the Internet and get to packing up quick and trying to figure it out ourselves. And even just having this conversation with you, we've learned so much in how you think you're looking at something that you really don't know what we mm-hmm. all in mid heaven and I see. And you have mm-hmm. to really understand the chart yeah. before you pack your bags. So don't I did move because of TikTok. Or... I did <laughs> see that. I did see that. So the quick overview is IC is for home. Yep. Mm-hmm. AC is all about you and your personality. Mm-hmm. DC is your connection with other people and your communication with others. Mm. And then MC is everything to do with your career. Career. And your um yeah. your reputation. And your reputation. Yes. So it affects that. I love that. Tamara, you gave us so much information and I'm already excited mm-hmm. about you coming back oh. to talk about the relationships yes. and doing that whole thing. That's gonna be really fun. But let our girls know. Actually, is there anything that you feel like we left out about astrocartography? We talked about the NATO promise. We talked about Um, You don't have to move somewhere. We talked about how you can project from your home. You can project um, how the angles are important. And then the essential dignity is important. And also sec day or night charts. Mm -hmm. I think we covered a lot, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. This is something you'll have to listen to a couple of times. There was a lot of information. And I wish I had visuals, but it's It's okay. Use your imagination. It's okay. (laughs) Let our girls know where they can find you. Yes. You can find me at astrofashionista.com. Um, or the gift of the Nile.com. That's my product line rooted in Egyptian astrology and ritual. It's a wellness brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also astrology based. So check yes. that out as well. And then follow mm-hmm. me at Astro Fashionista. And she's looking cute today. Yes. Very fashionista. <laughs> Thank you ladies. Before we let you go, we have to ask you our key question. So yes. here bravado is, in your face boldness, undeniable confidence. So what has been your biggest moment mm. of Black Girl Bravado to date? Ooh, I love this question. To date. To date, um, me graduating from the number one public university in the nation, UCLA Executive MBA program. Yes. Okay. <laughs> While having a full-time job, running two businesses, and being a fun and fabulous friend and sister and auntie. Aww. So I am very proud of myself. I've been really leaning into just you know, celebrating it. I had a party. I did a video on campus. I took my pictures. I showed up to all the events 
and I'm really proud of myself and I'm excited about what's to come. We are We're proud, proud of you, of you too. Well. Yes. That's you. awesome. We know school is not easy. Work is not easy. Being a friend is not easy. So doing it all at once, being a boss right. is, is not easy. So and going through like, a divorce. Oh, right. yes. That part. It, yes. Oh, yeah. I was, you, life was life in. Yeah. I was in survival mode. And I was yeah. like, you know what? I could do it. But <laughs> and you were out it. on top. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Out on top. Thank you so much for being here Yay, with us today. Thanks for having me again. Yes. Okay, y'all. That conversation with Tamari mm, told me everything that I needed to know. I'm feeling even more equipped to go where I want to go and Listen, be where I need to be. Honey. And hopefully y'all are feeling the same. I just love tools. Same. For the toolkit. Awareness. It's like the girls are feeling equipped. Listen. Yes. Okay, y'all. Sit tight. We have more Black Girl Bravado coming up right after this. Now we have reached our final segment of the show. It is time to pick up your pin. We're, We're dropping, dropping a gem. gem. So the gem today is Tamari's brand, Gift of the Nile. It's luxury goods for spiritual wellness and inner beauty. Y'all, this is really a vibe, honey. These aromatherapy sprays are inspired by ancient Egyptian um, well, it's inspired by ancient Egyptian aromatherapy and astrology from thousands of years ago. So Brittany and I, we have mood mist that we spray in our office. We love the fire um, fragrance, babes. And the fire, babe, is my favorite. The earth is my favorite one for, for home at yes. my house. It's great for grounding, mm -hmm. getting your mind clear to sit down and really tap in and focus on things that you need to focus on. Yes. So that works good for me. I love the fire in here because this represents action, inspiration, initiative, motivation. And, you know, it just really gets the girls going. Yeah. It's like, let's do what we have to do. And they have some amazing scents. Again, inspired by ancient ar Egyptian aromatherapy. It, it's a natural mood enhancer and it a is. natural fragrance in your environment. Non-toxic. Smells so good. Her candles are great, too. Yes, I love the candles. We have the candles here as well. So if you're looking for some aromatherapy for your home, your office, you want to gift it, Gift of the Nile is your girl. Mm -hmm. Where can they find that? The website? The website is thegiftofthenile.com. And she also offers free shipping over $50. Oh, yeah. Travel size um, mood misters, which is really fun. Take them on your vacation. You're going places. You're going to need period. a mood mist. Okay, y'all. So tapping with her. All that information is down in the show notes. And we have come to the end of our show. We hope you enjoyed this little travel series or whatever. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, I feel like I learned too. a lot about living abroad, solo travel. And then we had this astrocartography, which just brought it all around. So if you did enjoy it, make sure you share it with the homegirl. Share it on your Instagram, your socials. And we love you for it. And we will see y'all next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.